You are listening to 90.1 FM, KKFI, Kansas City Community Radio. Stay tuned for the Heartland Labor Forum, radio that talks back to the boss. weekly show of news, information, and commentary by and for the working people of Kansas City. This show is produced by a team of volunteers from a broad range of workplaces and unions. The views expressed on the Heartland Labor Forum are ours and not necessarily those of KKFI or any unions involved. Happy New Year and welcome to the Heartland Labor Forum. I'm Mark Galis, and for Judy Ansel, who's away this week. Tonight's show is being underwritten by the Office and Professional Employees International Union, OPEIU, Local 277, and the United Steelworkers District 11. OPEIU Local 277 represents over 10,000 professionals working in various sectors across the United States and New Zealand. Local 277 includes clerical and technical employees in aircraft manufacturing, banking, and the insurance industries, as well as insurance agents, booksellers, nonprofit employees, administrative assistants, and many of the clerical employees in our local unions. United Steelworkers District 11 represents over 35,000 members in a nine-state area in the Midwest and Mountain West. District 11 is proud to protect workers' rights, to organize the unorganized, and to support union-made products. The Heartland Labor Forum and KKFI thank our underwriters for their generous support. On tonight's show, as we begin the new year, we start by looking back at 2023. This week, we're re-airing our Thanksgiving show, which you may have missed in all the holiday excitement. We're showcasing the work of our volunteer programmers with clips highlighting some of our best interviews and features in 2023. You'll hear about the philosophy of labor, what makes a good labor song, what machinists do, a union for traveling musicians, the 1930s Woolworth strike, union busting, and more, mixed with some great labor songs. In the news, workers in half the states will see an increase in the minimum wage in 2024, Lawmakers in D.C. have a lot to do this year, but not a lot of time to do it. And why is the Teamsters president meeting with Donald Trump? Our feature at the end of the show is Safety First with Mary Ario. And now, the news. This is the news from our side for Thursday, January 4th, 2024. Workers in 25 states and the District of Columbia will see an increase in minimum wage in 2024. EPI, the Economic Poli Policy Institute, reports that some 9.9 million workers, or about 6% of the workforce across the country, will benefit from these wage increases. The EPI's analysis also finds that women would make up a majority of those receiving a wage increase. 
Washington State now has the highest minimum wage in the country at 16.28. California is close behind at 16. In our neck of the woods, Missouri's minimum wage increases 30 cents at 2024 to an hourly rate of 12.30. The minimum wage in Kansas, however, remains a stagnant at 7.25, where it has been incredibly since 2008. Mark Grunberg, PAI staff writer and monthly contributor to the Heartland Labor Forum with his Washington Window on Workers report, has written a piece for PAI about the 2024 outlook for lawmakers in D.C. Here are the highlights of his reporting. In their mad rush home for the just-finished holiday recess, the dysfunctional and disrupted 118th Congress, especially the Republican-run House, left itself with a lot to do this year and very little time to do it. The crunch starts in mid-January, with the January 19th deadline for funding several government departments, including military and veterans programs, agriculture and agriculture and food agencies, and the transportation and the housing and urban development departments. Financing expires for state, defense, commerce, labor, education, and health and human services, among others, on February 2nd. Lawmakers have several options, none of which seem to be palatable to the so-called Freedom Caucus, the group of hard-right Republicans whose tail wags the ruling Republicans' dog. One is two more continuing resolutions, taking the agencies involved through another extended period, possibly lasting the rest of this fiscal year, which ends September 30th, at last year's much higher spending levels than the right-wingers tolerate. Another is to try to pass the individual money bills involved for those agencies for this fiscal year. The problem there is Republican social issue provisions tucked into the legislation, outlawing diversity, equity, and inclusion education at federal agencies and virtually banning abortion, to name two. One would even zero out DOL's Women's Bureau. And the Labor Department money bill, which the House Republicans couldn't even approve before the break, includes a 33% cut, $99 million, in funds for the National Labor Relations Board. Also included, double-digit funding cuts, percentage-wise, for OSHA, the Wage and Hour Division, which pursues wage theft, and other DOL enforcement agencies. Money to feed women 